Wow, coming on. Pretty strong there. Okay, let's start with the nugget this morning. Time is given to us. Time is given to us to prepare. Time is given to us to prepare for eternity. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, your time is valuable. Okay. And... Uh, Going on I, with miracles in history about uh, how prayer has done so wonderfully for our nation. Um, we are in chapter 8 of this, this little book. Uh, bear with me, we got a few more chapters to go. <laughs> but I, find it, I found it very interesting what, what has took place in our, our history, uh, that prayer has... Uh, had such a wonderful job that our, our, our forefathers did, and through prayer, things were changed. So uh, this one is called, In Their Lowest Estate, Washington's Inspired by Heaven Leads to Victory. After the amazing evacuation of Brooklyn Heights, Washington sought to know British plans. So, a 21-year-old Nathan Hale volunteered as a spy. He was caught and hung. His last words were, I regret that I have but one life to lose for my country. The Continental Army was chased out of New York, across New Jersey, and into Pennsylvania. In six months, ranks dwelled, dwindled, pardon me, from 20,000 to 2,000 exhausted soldiers who were planning to leave at the year's end for they had only enlisted for six months. So they were getting pretty bad. Philadelphia was in a panic, expecting a British invasion. The Continental Congress packed up and fled, giving their last instructions. Until Congress shall otherwise order, General George Washington shall be, uh, possess full power to order and direct all things. Washington had Thomas Paine's pamphlet, The American Crisis, and read this to his troops. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from their service of their country. Tyndall, like hell, is not easily, uh, pardon me, tyrantly, uh, tyrancy is like hell is not easily conquered, yet we will have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. Heaven knows how to put the proper price upon the goods. And it would be strange indeed if, if an article of freedom should not be highly rated. In the 15th century, the whole English army was driven back by a few broken forces, headed by a woman, Joan of Arc. Would that heaven might inspire some Jersey maid to spear up 
her countrymen. With the password of this military operation being victory or death, Washington's troop crossed the ice-filled Delaware River on Christmas Day in a blizzard, trudging through blinding snow and, and with one soldier freezing to death on the march. They attacked Trenton, New Jersey, at bay, uh, daybreak on December 26, 1776. A feared uh, German... Uh, Hessian mercenary troops hired by uh, King George III were trained to fight in an open field and were not prepared for the Americans uh, firing from behind every tree. The Americans captured nearly 1,000 in just over an hour with only a few, a few wounded, one of them being uh, James Monroe, the fifth, uh, our fifth future uh, president. After, the, after winning the battle in Trenton, British General Cornwallis sent 8,000 men, British armed, to attack Washington near Princeton, New Jersey. The night before the battle, Washington left his campfires burning and silently marched his army around the back of the British camp at Princeton. At daybreak, the 3rd of January, 1777, Washington attacked. At one point, the American troops under John Caldwell retreated. Washington quickly rode over, stopped the retreat, then rode ahead of his troops to within 30 yards of the British. Turning and facing his men, he yelled, Halt! Then fire! The British returned the fire, filling the field with smoke. Many thought Washington was surely shot, being exposed to uh, gunfire from both sides. But when the air cleared, Washington appeared, waving his men forward. Three British regiments were captured. Enthusiasm swept the Americas. Frederick the Great of Prussia called the 10 days from December 26, 1776 to January 3rd of 1777, the most brilliant in world's history. The old president Ezra Stiles stated in, in an election address before, the, uh, before Connecticut's General Assembly, in our lowest and most dangerous estate, we sustained ourselves against a British army of 6, uh, pardon me, 60,000 troops commanded by the ablest uh, general, uh, generals of Britain could uh, procure for, throughout Europe. With a naval force of 22,000 seamen in, in above 80, uh, men, 80 uh, men of war ships, Independence was sealed and confirmed by the Almighty God in the victory of uh, George Washington at Trenton and in a surprising movement and the Battle of uh, Princeton. Who but Washington, inspired by heaven, could have struck out the great movement and maneuver of Princeton? The United States are under peculiar obligations to become a holy people unto the Lord our God. Wow. So we see things are happening because prayer takes place. And uh, hopefully that uh, we as Christians will, con will continue to pray for our land. Um, some of us need to fast and pray and uh, bring the situation of our country to, uh, to the Lord and, and see the victory that we need. Amen. Glory to God. All right. 
Where are we going to be this morning? You'll want to find the New Testament and uh, Ephesians chapter 5. While you're turning there, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that uh, you've already prepared our hearts for the word, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that uh, our eyes of our understanding, Father God, may be open, Father God, that we may accomplish, Father God, that what you want us to do, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. We are living in the last days. Amen. Time is short. I believe we're all noticing that uh, and are shocked that time is moving very, very fast. I mean, like I said, it was just the other day, it was June 1st, and now it's, we're at the end of the month already. Time is collapsing all around us, um, and we're almost into the month of July. You know, glory to God. Uh, time is too short for indecisions. We can't have indecisions any longer um, or vacillating on certain areas, nor should we procrastinate on things anymore. Time is too short for that. Time is in control of us. We can't control time. You know, we might, you might set the clock back, but it's always moving, okay? Um, uh, since time controls us, we are, most of us are frustrated. Man, why couldn't I get this done? You know, I, I had, you know, I set the time, or, you know, set a, a time to set this thing together, and, I, you know, things just seem to be compacted and say, wow, how, how can this be? Um, time is something we can't stop, okay? But, glory to God, the Bible says, you found Ephesians, right? Ephesians chapter 5. Go to verse 16. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Well, glory to God. The Bible says we can redeem the time. Glory. We are living in truly evil days, just like the word says. Um, evil is called good now, and good is called evil. Uh, deception runs rampant all over the place. Uh, there are mockers of God who walk after their own, their own ungodly lusts, okay? Wow. Redeeming the time means that we are to buy, to, to redeem something means to buy back. So it's, the Lord's telling us to buy back time at any cost. So what are we to redeem? Or buy back? My question to you. Don't answer out loudly. You've got a pencil and paper there. What would you redeem? It says redeem, redeem the time. What would you redeem in the time that you can have? I'm going to give you a moment or two to think about it. Just write it down. Would you, what would you redeem if you had the time? I can think of uh, redeeming time with some of my kids. You know, they're, they're all scattered all over the place and, you know, I don't get to hear, hear from them or see, from, see them that much off, that often. I'd like to redeem some time to see what that, you know, have some time with them. Redeem some time. Uh, you know, or 
Some of us might, might say, you know, I could, if I can redeem some time, I can make better investments. You know, you know, I mean, all sorts of things, okay? Have you got it written down? I hope some of you have written some of those things down. Well, first thing it says, the Bible says, redeem the time for the, uh, for the days are evil. Well, redeeming, here, I've looked this up, redeeming things is not what we're called to do. So if you wrote down something, something that you want to redeem, like investment, so forth, that's not what, what the word is telling us to do. It means to redeem the time that was lost that shouldn't have been invested into God's kingdom. So there's time that we need to redeem that we missed it for God's kingdom. So I kind of employ that uh, since, since looking at this, I've had to do some certain things in, in my own life. <laughs> You know, it's bad standing up here in front of you telling every week something or every, every time we come together, I'm telling you something I've, I've done wrong or, or trying to correct. Well, here, here's the situation. Um, when I'm driving in my car, turn on the radio, and I like soft music. You know. um, soft music and uh, what you call love songs. I, 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 I find the station, I used to put it on there and you know, sing along with it. Because nowadays, you know, I put it on the radio, and it's and I like something nice and soft. You know, it just sets the mood for me. And uh, here it says, redeem the time. It hit me. I can't do that anymore. How often do, do we... We, come to, we, come to, we gather together... And we have prayer at the very beginning of our, well, you know, prelude to our services. And what's the next thing after prayer? We praise and worship. So guess what? You know, I've got a lot of David Ingalls tapes and so forth and some other tapes, something like we pray, play, played today. I've been slapping those things in. I'm now redeeming the time of bringing God back into so, you know, I love, you know, I still love listening to some of those songs, but I don't play them as much because I'm redeeming the time. I'm bringing back something that, that is important to God. It is also important to me because, you know, today, I mean, for me it was spectacular singing some of those songs. And, uh, well, that's for me. I don't know about you. But I, I want to redeem it th that time. When I, you know, or in the car, uh, the wife often asks me, are you praying? Well, I don't pray enough. So there's times that I don't put, put the music on that I pray. I'm trying to redeem some time because the days are evil. There are, God is wanting us to redeem time for his kingdom. Prayer for his kingdom, bringing, uh, believing souls in, changing the, the, the atmosphere in our country, that's, that's redeeming the time. Not what, you know, what is best for me, you know, like what kind of investments should I do or what type of music, I, you know, 
that I particularly care for. I want to redeem the time for God's kingdom in my life. Because how much time you, do we waste? I mean, you know, I could be driving along and just, I could be listening to the news, you know, that's, that doesn't do me any good. I mean, it gives me information about the world or the current events, but it's not redeeming the time. Because what we do for God's kingdom is necessary. Not only for us, but for the world. Okay. Redeem the time means that we are, not, we are to buy some time at any cost. Time to invest in God's kingdom. This time is urgent and we must not waste it. Amen. Buying up every opportunity is doing good. We need to do some good. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Finding Matthew chapter 6. This is Matthew chapter 6. We're going to look at verse 19 and 20. That's Matthew 6, 19 and 20. Jesus is speaking. Lay not up yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through or steal. Glory to God. So it's telling us, Jesus is telling us that we, may, we need to make deposits into the kingdom of God. Amen. Redeeming the time. Bring, putting some deposits into God's kingdom. That sounds good to me. It's not the toys that we possess, you know, you see, you see, uh, you see the uh, bumper stickers, whoever dies with the most toys wins. Well, that's, that's, not what it, that's not where it's at. It's not the toys we possess or the uh, uh, other things that we feel important to us. Uh, uh, like it says, though things will grow old, they wear out, they rust, they come, become moth-eaten. They become actually barren and useless. I mean, um, go back 20 years. Some of you can't go back that far, but <laughs> go back 20 years. You know, oh, I'll use I'll use this illustration. Yesterday, I went. To, uh, I had before the uh, uh, barbecue. I went to the Elks Field out here, and they had a car show. And I love looking at old cars. I mean, these people just really fix up their cars nice. You know, it's just absolutely gorgeous. But if not taken care of, they, they fall apart. Some of these could be put in museums, but after a while, even sitting in a museum, since the motor's not running and all that, the tires deteriorate, the, the things just get all, the engine just gets bogged down if you would start a car that's been, uh, an engine that's been sitting for a long time, you can tear up because there's no oil that's been running. So, that, so we can see that, that, that even things that we restore are not going to be there. We need to redeem the time that's been given to us for the work of God. Amen. Think about it. 
What have you been doing lately for the work of God? Oh boy, it's run over my toes. I know it run, should run over a few of you because I haven't heard an ouch yet. <laughs> okay. So those things that uh, we think are necessary, they are, will be barren and useless in heaven. I believe we're all going there. Amen. So why would you need, quote, a fast car up in heaven when, you know, you could go from one place to another? Or, you know, have this or that, you know, uh, you know the diamonds and the jewels, you know, you know, oh, that looks great. And up there, you know, the streets are made of gold. <laughs> the, 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 the gates are huge pearls. I mean, you'll have everything. You, we can't bring anything with us that's down here except for souls. So are we redeeming our time to bring in souls? Well, I can, you say I can't go out soul winning because you can pray about souls. Amen. But how many are praying for the souls? Are you redeeming for, you know, not going to ask you to raise your hands. How many are praying for souls? Outside of your family. There's other people out there. Right. <laughs> Hate to say it, here we go again. <laughs> Instead of murmuring, complaining about the guy that cuts you off in traffic, you need to <laughs> pray for him. I'll see you. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you see these signs on the trucks, you know. How well am I driving? Call so-and-so. I wish they could have my cars. <laughs> yeah, well, you can. If you get their license plate, call them up. Hey, you got somebody... That bugs me when they people go, <laughs> especially, or a motor, I hate motor, I hate to say that, hate motorcycles, you're going down the road, you know, there's two, two lanes, you know, going one way, and this guy goes, shoot right between you, that, uh, dangerous, but, you know, uh, shouldn't complain, need to pray for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Jesus said, we need to make some deposits in, in heaven while we're here. So we need to redeem our time. 1 Timothy chapter 6. That's 1 Timothy chapter 6. We want to look at verse 19. That's 1 Timothy 6, 19. It says, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the Against the time to come. Notice time to come. That they may hold, lay hold of eternal life. Uh, from the Amplified it says, In this way laying up for themselves riches that endure forever as a good foundation for the future so that they may grasp that which is life indeed. So we need to redeem that time that God's given us. You know. Um, Sometimes some, uh, I know there have been times in life I wish I could have did something over. Anybody ever made a mistake? Is I wish I could have did something over. Uh, you know, we can redeem the time correctly. Amen. Uh, 
that's what we're looking at today. Redeeming the time that we've lost for the kingdom of God. Amen. Redeem the time, for the days are evil. Saying that things outside of God's work in our lives, sometimes uh, we get preoccupied with certain things. And, oh, you know, I'll pick up tomorrow, you know, I'll read twice tomorrow what I'm supposed to read today, you know. And if, I, if I'm reading the scripture at night, it's about maybe a page, and after that it's, you know, it says, it says those that sleep miss out. So, so I'm not redeeming that time. So... Know where you're at. Redeem, let's redeem the time that God's called us to do because time is short. We are living in the last of last days. So that which, like today, this, like I said, here it is almost July and it just feels like this is only the second or third of June, but I mean, it's almost over. I mean, I don't know how, how things are going, but... Even kids are noticing it. Wow. This isn't the last day's time. It's going to grow, be compacted. And we're, no, we're noticing it. And that's so we need to redeem our time. We need to make good deposits into the kingdom of God. And how do you make good deposits, other deposits, into the kingdom of God? Well, you did that this morning with your tithes and offerings. You deposited. You redeemed the time. Okay, uh, let's, go, let's look at that. Uh, go through the 3M section of your Bible, which is uh, starting with the old, old last book of the Old Testament. Malachi, chapter 3. This is bring in uh, Malachi 3.10. Bring in all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now Wherewith, saith the Lord of hosts, I will, if I will not open the windows of heaven, pour out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Well, God says, I, I want to give you something here. I want to bless you, bless you here. Uh, God, God is saying, uh, expect something in return for, for, your, for your tithes and offerings. This is redeeming the time. If we don't put it out, we can't have something redeemed. All that, that blessing that's supposed to come upon us will not be received if we're not giving. You know, not, not trying to get that. God delights in blessings and He's re ready to meet those needs when we follow through on what he's asked us to do. Uh, since, now let's go to the book of Hebrews chapter 7, verse 8. That's Hebrews 7, 8. And here men that die receive tithes, but... There is that receiveth them, of whom it is witnessed, he that liveth. So we see that tithes move forward. 
bring us into the blessings. Amen. Glory to God. Um, God delights in giving us things. Uh, he wants to send forth a harvest into our lives. We need to redeem that. I mean, going back to, uh, to Malachi, he says it's, gonna, it's, it's in, in this lifetime he wants to give it to us. So he, if you can redeem that time that you didn't do it, all of a sudden you just think of the multitude of that harvest you're going to receive. But you have to expect it. You have to believe in it. That's where our faith comes in. Okay, that we'll be getting to that in a minute. What's another way that uh, we can redeem time? Let's go back all the way to the book of Proverbs and chapter 19. That's Proverbs chapter 19. That's Proverbs 19, looking at verse 17. He that hath pity, hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he hath given will he repay him again. Glory to God. Giving to the poor. Well, what's giving to the poor? Well, you see a guy, or you know, we do have some transients out there. How many's ever stopped and given him a glass, a, a, a bottle of water? I know some of you do. Uh, sometimes, uh, if we have, are pulling through a In-N-Out or Burger King or something out like that, and we see somebody, you know, sitting on the corner there, and they have that sign, you know, <laughs> needing a job or that type of stuff or a little help, we buy buy a, a meal for them and just. You know, what gets, what gets me is sometimes people buy the meal. You know, the hamburger or... What throws them off is you get them a hamburger and a Coke. They wow, a Coke too? I mean, it really just, you know. So giving, this is redeeming the time. Maybe you can't go down to the, the uh, uh, jail... You know, it says you have to visit a jail, so you never visit a jail, but you could give, sure give to the poor out there. You're redeeming the time. You redeem, you redeem the time for that individual because when you say, you know, I'm buying this, you know, I'm giving this to you, and God bless you, God bless you, you know. Well, you know you're giving them something. And when you mention God... You know, it's something that they have to relate to now. It's not just, you know, somebody. They're not usually, don't say, eh, I don't want it. You know, <laughs> they'll receive it. That's because you gave it in God's name. You know, God bless you, you know. So, redeem, redeem the time. Okay, let's now turn to, or not return to, but turn to the book of um, Mark. Mark chapter 10. Making, making, we need to make investments 
or redeeming the time. In God's word or God's kingdom. That's Mark chapter 10, looking at verse 29. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sister, or father, and mother, or wife, or children, or land, for my sake and the gospels. But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this, what? Time. There's redemption there. Houses and brethren, sisters and mothers, and children and lands and with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life. So there are blessings that are going to come. You're redeeming the time. There's blessings to come, but they're, you know, they're with persecution because, right, especially today, uh, Christians are targeted. If you're a Christian, you're, you're a target. All around the world, Christians are being um, persecuted, shot at, killed, and so forth. Um, you know, there's anti-Semitism, but it, it's even worse for Christians now. Um, Voice of the Martyrs is a good thing to look at and see what, what these individuals are up against. We need to pray for these individuals. You know, they are on the front lines. And... Uh, Helping them through prayer and, and your finances is a great deal for, for them. I mean, but look at, look at there. They redeem the time. Look what they get. I mean, they're standing tall. And, you know, when you give to them, they actually are, are helping you out also. Because when you give to them, they get blessed and they, they send their blessings to, uh, to you. Amen. So there's investments to be, be made in the gospel. You know, giving to the missionaries like we do. Uh, giving to Israel like we do. Like blessing Israel. Uh, you know, like voice, voice of the martyrs. And whatever. When you, that's redeeming the time. You, know, you might say, well, I, I haven't. My witnessing has not been that great. But if you're supporting the, the missionaries out there, your witnessing is multiplied because what did Paul says? That what you gave to me, I've the reward that I've received is passed on to you. So what what you give to the missionaries is is coming back on you. Just uh, we we support Reinhard Bonnke. How many people are being saved through Reinhard Bonnke? Millions, and then then uh, the uh, little. Uh, Orphanages that we support, and they go out there, and, and I mean, I don't know if the one back one back there now, right now, uh, with the they go. Remember that one? They went five or six to another island, had to go back in the jungles, and they had uh, had over a hundred and some odd kids, and they say, you know, wow, the one down in South America, Mexico, Belize, they've had over. Uh, 5,000 kids saved. I mean, this is, this is to your credit because they can, those people can't, even though they've been called to do, go and do their, that work in those lands, it's you that's supporting them to go out there and do it. So, I mean, when you, when you get to heaven, somebody's going to say, thank you. Who are you? Well, you gave. <laughs> You got me to, you know, I'm, I'm part of your, your inheritance. Oh, glory to God. I mean, that is something. That is a blessing. 
God has ways of blessing us that we don't even know of, as long as we step out and do what he's called us to do. Amen. Glory to God. Okay, now we, I mentioned this already. Let's go to Psalms uh, 117, 118. That's Psalms. Book of Psalms. 117. Redeeming the time. Look at this one. Psalms 117. Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people, for his mercy for his merciful kindness, for his great, great towards us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then beginning with verse 8, uh, Psalms 118. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endures forever. I mean, all the, all the Psalms that give praise, um, you're redeeming the time. We need to give, uh, redeem the time in Even if it's secret. I mean, like, like I said, if you, you might be at home. You, uh, well, the wife's at home today, but uh, you know, when, when we leave, I, I, I bless the boys. I put um, David Engel's music on there, which is only on the positive side. That's why I like uh, David Engel's music so much. It, it's on a positive side. And... Uh, It's neat. I enjoy. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm a brand new creation. Uh, all things are possible. You know, uh, this is the day of independence. You'll hear that one next week. This is the day of independence. You know, it's independence of our country, but the independence it's talking about is, is us being independent having independence in the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In order to accomplish these tasks, uh, we must, must, uh, we must hear the word of God. So let's go to 2 Chronicles. In 2 Chronicles chapter 9. Did it say 2 Chronicles? Yeah, 2 Chronicles. In chapter 9. Verse 7. Every man according, that's uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 9, verse 7. Every man according to, as he is purposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. So we have to do things cheerfully. Right. Cheerfully. Redeeming the time, we need to do things cheerfully, not out of necessity. And um, backing up to the book of Romans, chapter 10. Oh, glory to God. Chapter 10. In order to accomplish our task, we must do things cheerfully. Romans, chapter 10, verse 17. So faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We need to hear God's word. We need to be obedient to that. That's a task that we need to do. Joshua 1.8, it says, well, let's turn there. I'll turn there. And Joshua 1.8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy, out of thy mouth, 
but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest prosper and to do according to all that was written therein, then thou shalt make the, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. This is redeeming a time, taking God's word, meditating upon it, knowing what what what's, what He's called us to do. And it's, uh, of course, uh, you can put third John, uh, third John two there, also. That as our soul prospers, so is the rest of us prospering. So we need to really come alive to these things of God. We should not abandon the precepts that God has given us to bring blessings. Too many of us in the church world abandon the precepts that brings the blessings upon us. We don't me memorize the word. We don't read the word. We don't hear the word. And yet, churches are full. But they're not going anywhere. We have to be like the book of Acts, chapter 17, verse 11. Be like the Bereans. Make sure what you hear is right. And then when you do that, you prosper. You're blessed. Okay, glory to God. Hallelujah. As stated, time is rapidly moving. We need to use the word to redeem our time. Use the word to redeem your time. Call those things that be not as though they were. Bring them into the now. That's what the, the Hebrews 11 1 tells. Now is faith. So we need to bring it into the now. Not say, well, next week, next month. We have it now. Okay, let's go to, well, since we're talking about Hebrews, let's go to Hebrews chapter 4. In Hebrews chapter 4, it tells us this, verse 14, Hebrews 4, 4. Fourteen, seeing that we have a great high priest that has passed into heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession or our confession. We need to hold on to what we're, we're being told to in the world. Don't let, don't let things slip by. Because when we let things slip by, we're not redeeming the time. If we're working with the word, Glory to God, we, we're, we acknowledge things. Glory to God. In Psalms 119, verse 89, Psalms 119, verse 89 says, Forever God's word is settled in heaven. If it's settled in heaven, we need to settle it in our own hearts. And say, well, maybe. Well, if you're saying maybe, then, then the rest of the word of God is, could be wrong. And we're no good. Our faith must be active. Faith must be active. Again, Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now. Faith must be active now. Don't put things off. Let's watch it. And then Jeremiah. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 1. I know we, we bounce around a lot. I like to. In Jeremiah chapter 1, it should be highlighted. Verse 12, 
Jeremiah 1.12, it says, Then the Lord said unto me, Thou hast, hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. When? I will hasten my word to perform it. Uh, from the Amplified it says, Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. God's wanting to perform His word. We just have to believe it and hold on to it and confess it. This is what your word says, Lord. I believe it. I confess it. I have it. I'm going to redeem the time that you've given me. All right. Mark chapter... <laughs> we'll go to Mark chapter 4. Once again. Mark chapter 4. And we want to look at verse... Mark chapter 4, verses, uh, verses 15 through 20. The 20th verse is what we want to look at. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100. Where do you want to be in that category? Some 30, some 60, and, one, and some 100. I mean, this is the last, the verse on this is on sowing and reaping, but, you know, the very first parts of it, it wasn't too good at all. They weren't getting anything. You know, it, it was choked out, was planted in the wrong place. It dried up, blew away. But we have an opportunity as believers to either get 30, 60, or 100. And where are most of us at? We have to redeem the time. To redeem the time means you get 100%. Yes, amen. Okay. Going to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, looking, this is going to catch up with the other one we just looked at. Mark chapter 10, looking at verse 30. But he shall receive a hundredfold. Yes, amen. Now in this time, houses, brethren, sisters, etc., etc. I want you to look at verse 31 on that. Just a thought. But many that are first shall be last and the, and the last first. Don't worry about getting it right away. You're going to get it. Amen. You're going to get it. You will receive. Just hold on to your confession. Be patient. Uh, Malachi 3.10 tells us that the windows of heaven shall be open and pour forth. It's God's promise. All we have to do is open up to receive it. How many's ever gone to the uh, to the uh, kitchen sink to get a glass of water? And you take your glass 
and you stick it under the sink uh, faucet, you turn on the water, and what is supposed to happen? You're supposed to fill, yeah, but if you have it upside down, what's happening? You're not getting anything. Oftentimes, we're not ready to receive because we put it upside down. We have things upside down. We need to put the glass correctly. You need to receive correctly. Well, think about it. None of you have ever did that, I, think. I take it. You never put a, put in the glass under a faucet and just turn on the faucet and found out you had it upside down? <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one. That's exp Do I have to tell you everything in my life I've done wrong? <laughs> oh, don't tell me when I, I won't tell you when I did it. <laughs> In Luke 6.38, it tells us about giving and receiving. Know that when you give, you will receive. Yes. Know that when you give, you will receive. Now, it says that men shall be given, giving back unto you. I'm not going to put, put any of you in a position of doing certain things, but how many times some of you have gone and the Lord's told you to do something for, you know, I want you to do something right now, and you hesitate. Oh, at least one other person, glory, two, all right. There's three of us here that have hesitated. And what happens when we hesitate? Yeah, we miss it, but if it was for somebody else, what happened? They don't get it, and they've been believing. They are on the believing end. But you didn't do what you're supposed to do, or I didn't do what I'm supposed to do, and this person is what? In jeopardy. He, can he or she can lose because they're not being patient. Maybe they've been patient, but you know they can lose heart. And guess what? Yeah, that's not redeeming the time. We, we are supposed to help this individual out. So we need to act right away when God tells us to do something instead of, because it, it could be a life and death situation for that individual. True. How many has ever gone by an accident scene or heard the, heard the ambulance? Right. How many has ever prayed? Lord, you know, uh, we don't know what's going on, but, you know, Protect them, guard them if they're in a serious accident, uh, bind the spirit of death, and, you know, whatever. You don't know what it is, but you're doing something right away. But if you don't, oh, that's just another ambulance. We're not redeeming the time. God's given us the capacity to help other people, and we're just kind of, uh-huh. I'll just let Laurel do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm busy. I'm busy being, ever so, told that to the Lord. Boy, I tell you, you are good out there. <laughs> Not now, Lord, I'm busy. Oh, I wonder how many times somebody told, you know, I'm supposed to get a blessing, and the Lord told, told that individual, go bless him, and says, I'm busy. I'm reaping what I sowed. Think about that one. 
Maybe I was supposed to get a blessing. That person said, I'm too busy. Ooh, heavy. Ephesians uh, chapter 6. I've got to hurry. We're running over time. Ephesians chapter 6. Here we go. Verse 8. Knowing that whatsoever things, pardon me, knowing that whatsoever good things may uh, any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether it be bond or free. There's that good thing. If we are quick to, to obey, somebody's going to be quick to obey for us. Yes. That's redeeming the time. Amen. If we're slack in our ways, it's going to be slack to us. What we sow is what we reap. Uh, Colossians, since we're in that neighborhood, let's go to the book of Colossians chapter 1. Oh, this one's hard. Colossians chapter 1, look at verse 10. That ye may walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. That is redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. We need to redeem the time. Well, since we're back up to the book of Galatians a moment. Galatians chapter 6. Oh, glory to God. Galatians 6, beginning with verse 7. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, he shall also reap. For he that soweth to the flesh shall reap, uh, shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall the Spirit reap, reap everlasting life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore an opportunity... Let us do good unto all men. That's reaping. Amen. That's oh, glory to God. <laughs> Especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Glory to God. That's redeeming the time. Amen. And we have one other scripture. And you'll find it right after or between the Z-Boys, Old Testament. You know who the Z-Boys are. Zephaniah and Zechariah, right between them is, is little Haggai. And we want to look at Haggai chapter 1. We're, to, we're, we're talking about redeeming the time. Haggai chapter 1, verse 5. Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Are we redeeming our time? I know this is not, if you read on, it's not going to play, but I'm using this as a stepping stone. Consider our ways. Verse 7. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Are we redeeming a time? 
Consider our ways. It's only up to you and me to, to change things. So what, what has God called you to do? We need to consider our ways. Am I doing it? Am I fulfilling it? Am I just kind of, you know, waiting for a better opportunity? Or, after this, Lord, um, you know, I've got some important business, Lord, and this is, this is very important. But he's called us to do something, and we don't do it. We're not considering our ways. Let's redeem the time. Okay. And in Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26, it reads, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lifts up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. That is your theme for this week. Amen. Redeem the time. Amen. Anybody need prayer this morning? This afternoon, pardon me. <laughs> okay, let's all stand. Thank you for being patient with me. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. I thank you, Lord, that each and every one of us, Father God, has a greater understanding of redeeming the time for the kingdom of God. I thank you, Lord, that those things, Father God, that... Uh, were appeasing, Father God, to the flesh, Father God. They may, they may not have been wrong, but they were pleasant. And Father God, you're asking us, Father God, to step up and redeem the time, Father God, for the time is short. So, Father, we praise you. Just give you thanks. Give us each, Father God, a great day and a great week. And until we again meet... We are the blessed. Thank you, Lord. Amen.